Welcome to the Emerging Artist Development Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Dose. This show is committed to providing developing artists the tools to create an emerging moment. All the tips and tricks you'll learn here are borrowed from 0 to 60 by AGD, an artist development program. Whenever we're recording a podcast, we're live in our Discord channel and available for Q&A. So if you're not a part of that artist community, come and join us and we'll get your questions answered. All right, let's get started. So by now, if you've spent any time being an independent artist, uh, developing artist, or you're an aspiring music industry professional, you're trying to figure out you know, where your career is going to go. There's a, there's a common, there's common conversation that everyone's having that is what is the future of record labels? And, uh, you know, the thing is that record labels, it's this thing where, where everyone's talking about how they're not needed, but it's kind of like looking at something, you know, like a, like a building, that's been made out of stone and brick and what's happening inside of the building is, you know, maybe it's, maybe it used to be a factory or something. Right. And the thing that it's building is no longer, uh, needed in some way. The building still has a large amount of intrinsic value, right? Like, the building itself is still strong and stable for the most part, right? What the operation that's happening inside of it, maybe there's a bunch of gear, a bunch of equipment that can either be old and need to be torn out or it can be repurposed, uh, you know, and the whole space can be repurposed and this is kind of this. I love with this analogy, honestly, straight off the top of my head, right? Straight off the top of my head. And I'm kind of loving it right now. I love what's happening in uh, here, you know, here in Nashville. All of these old factories are being turned into multi-purpose places for uh, restaurants, music venues, shops. Right. And they're these big buildings that ha- hold a bunch of space, but whatever was happening in there is no longer of use, probably a long time ago, uh, you know, became defunct spaces that now are being repurposed. So record labels are strong establishments in the music industry. They're, they're, you know, they're like, brick and mortar structures that, you know, hold a lot of space. What's happening inside of that space might be old, archaic and need repurposing. Maybe they need to gut it and take, you know, take the the gear out and put in new things, but they will, right? They will because they are uh, cornerstone, stable, structures in the industry. So for developing artists now, now some of them won't, some of them are going to get torn down, right? But not all of them, right? And just getting back to that analogy, it's pretty funny how when these places get 
totally repurposed, a lot of times they keep the same name, right? Like maybe it's a restaurant goes into an old factory and it's like they call it the mill because it used to be a mill. It's the same thing, y'all. It's the same thing. Record labels are going to continue to, uh, you know, refresh their purpose as their purpose changes because they're not going to just go away. They're, they're, you know, built up structures that aren't going anywhere. So they're not going anywhere. How you interact with them might change. So as an artist or aspiring music industry professional, you need to think about what your perspective of record labels are, what you think they their role is in the music industry at large, and how they can help you or what your need is from a record label. So that's the first question in our operations um discovery module from the career discovery. So this is how are you thinking about, uh, you know, th th we're going through the five pillars. How are you thinking about the operations pillar as it contributes to your whole career? So what's your perspective on record labels and the current state of the music industry? This question will be evergreen forever. I'm telling you. So we got a few different answers here. Getting a record contract is a major goal for my career because I want the, I want to be associated with the top acts in my genre who all have deals with labels I admire. Okay. That could be an answer. I have a, I have career aspirations that will require a lot of support and funding and a record label seems like the best option for re, uh, for reaching these aspirations. So seeing their function and using them for their function. So the first answer is more like ego and associate, not ego, but like association. Like, you know, this is, I need to be with a record label because that's, you know, how it's still done and to be part of that process. The second one's more actually what they're doing. I need, I need their, the role that they still fulfill in the industry. Um, C, if the deal makes sense, then I'm open to it, but my goals don't include necessarily signing with a label. This is probably a large amount of the independent artists in development. This is probably a good answer for a lot of you. Um, ownership of my master's is most important. Uh, so any work I do with a label will be contingent on retaining ownership rights. There's a lot of labels that are going to create space for that. There's a lot that aren't genre specific. It's going to get a little bit interesting for you, right? Uh, and then final answer, possible record labels are dangerous and they treat artists unfairly. I will never sign with a label out of protest. All right. I've met a lot of those artists and hey, you do you uh, if that's if that's how you feel. So uh, lots of space here for navigating. Obviously there's more answers, but like any of these questions, we tried to do answers that kind of are going to, you know, hit uh, majority of artists and industry professionals, how you're going to lay out your uh, career plans with these, these five answers. So just think about that. It's, it, you know, you don't have to be married to this answer. You can learn more. Uh, things can change, but in planning your career, kind of getting an idea of, you know, truthfully what it's going to look like 
as far as who the partners are going to be. And is a label going to be a part of that, you know, and what it, what you'll need if a label's not a part of that, right? Like those, those are the big questions that you'll need to unpack as, as you're making your career plans. And here's your task of the day. Sticking with the label conversation, we're going to jump over to your task of the day. We're going to take this from the operations uh, pillar, sticking with operations here. We're going to talk about the operations pitch plan, and we're going to talk about how to research label A&R. Okay. Um, what I've done here, you know, the task for, for this is to just, you know, begin to research label A&R people that, that work at you know, various labels, what I think you really need to do here is really go in, you know, and look at, you know, the artists, you know, who are the artists that you're, that you aspire to, that you'd like to be, you know, on the level with and, and working with and look at the labels that they're on and then look at the, you know, kind of start to parse out the niche that you have. Like maybe you're a rock band, but there's something, uh, a specific type of angle that you're bringing to it. If there's somebody who is very similar to you and you're looking at the label that they're on, it may be that they're interested in really cornering the market of that niche. Or another approach is to think that, well, they already have that on their roster. So if they don't have multiple of that same niche, then they're probably not trying to corner that part of the market. They probably are putting everything that they have for that market into that singular artist. So then what you would do is you would look at comparable labels of the same size or style or whatever that are that label's competition and start to look for who might be missing the spot in the niche. So then once you have the labels that you uh, would like to connect with now it's time to start finding the ANR so really you can jump over to LinkedIn and I'm just on LinkedIn right now I just want to kind of read some of the different titles you know I just searched ANR and you've got ANR associate right you've got ANR marketing expert an ANR intern lots of interns you've got a music coordinator um, ANR coordinator um, let's keep going. You've got an A, you've got a and manager. Um, you've got, uh, a and manager. And then what you're going to have is you're going to have an a and representative. You're going to have, um, uh, consulting a and you're going to have, which are like scouts. So let's unpack this a little bit. And then you're going to have, uh, you know, vice presidents of A&R, then you're going to have, uh, you know, president of A&R, uh, and then you're going to have like, a like straight up A&R representatives and then like executives. Right. So let's talk about this. What is, uh, the, the job of A&R? Well, so really, you know, the way this works is A&R is, is responsible for two things, finding new talent, signing new talent, and making sure that the new talent uh, get the the projects done. So they're, they're kind of like the project manager in a lot of, in a lot of environments. Sometimes, sometimes that's split between, 
you know, maybe, maybe they're the talent acquisition and somebody, else, you know, maybe there are project managers at the label that then take over the project. It just kind of depends. Each, each label is different, but as a developing artist, you know, one of the things, you know, as you're putting together a pitch plan, I don't think that you're necessarily trying to get in touch with the vice president, you know, senior vice president of A&R at a major label. I just don't think that's the look that you want, right? Um, you have to remember that when you get a no, it's hard to turn a no into a yes. So you really just need to be thinking about like, who's going to say yes and what are they saying yes to? So who can say yes to you all the time? Well, an A&R intern can say yes to you all the time, depending on what you ask. If you ask an A&R intern, can you get a deal at the label? The answer is no, because they don't have the power to say yes or no, which is actually a good thing for you to be connecting with that person because they don't, you know, they don't have a yes or no in the bag for you as in regards to a deal, but you could invite them to a show and that can always be a yes. You can invite them to a coffee to learn, you know, to connect with them and see what they're learning about at the, you know, you know, Hey, I, I just wanted to hear what your experience is as an A&R intern. Cause I'm an artist and I would like to understand, you know, what you're learning and how that impacts me as an artist that's growing. What I talk about a lot is like networking with the people who are on the same career timeline as you are. So if you're a developing artist or you're an aspiring industry professional and you're just getting started, you need to be connecting with people who are just getting started because by the time you start to achieve your goals, they'll be achieving their goals. And the synergy of that relationship will become really, really impactful. So when you're going through and you're looking at these roles, you know, you're, you're, you're really probably looking for like coordinators. Those are people who are helping with all of the, you know, the schedule, like managers who maybe can distribute the music to like the right person. They're a good person to connect with. Um, rarely, rarely, rarely are you going to want to put across, um, over to a senior vice president or, you know, the head of A&R at a certain place. It's, it's really going to be low level relationships that you can connect with and have authentic connection to and grow with together. So, uh, don't look up and try to climb up the ladder, like look around for people who are on the same rung and become friendly with them. Inspiration Highway. Growth takes time. Stop being in a hurry. You're growing whether you can see it or not. The only way to know how much you're growing is to measure. So instead of being in a hurry and trying to look up and reach a certain height that's far above you, just make it a regular task to just measure where you're at. Just be where you're at. This is a good place. Be here now. 
Wow, you made it to the end of the episode. I'm impressed. Uh, listen, I want to keep the conversation going. I want to hear your questions, your ideas, what this made you think about, uh, where your challenges are, and, uh, and maybe we'll have you come on the podcast and talk about it. We are live in the Discord often, so be sure to jump in the Discord and, and discuss these things with us. And then if you haven't yet, you really got to go over to 0to60byaging.com and you got to watch the free workshop because there's some really good stuff in that workshop. It's like 45 minutes of like solid stuff. I'm Nathan Dose, founder of AGD Entertainment, author of 0 to 60. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a good day. Thank you.